Good morning and welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for small business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg where we help small businesses become big businesses. And this morning, um, this is Lorraine by the way, and this morning Allison is on Twitter. Good morning, Allison. Good morning. And we have a really special guest with us. Um, I am so excited. I have known um, Nikki for ages, it feels like. Um, Nikki is the executive director for Rainmakers. Nikki, good morning. Good morning. Excited to be here. Oh, you know what? I, I'm really excited because I get a chance to just kind of talk to friends. Yeah. So, for some of our listeners who are not familiar, let's give them the two-minute. What is Rainmakers? Yeah. Thanks. So, and it's evolved over the years, and I'm excited to be talking with the past president to, to kind of share what we're doing nowadays. Yeah. So, Rainmakers is really a business development community that focuses on helping entrepreneurs small business owners and sales professionals grow their pipelines through strategic relationships. So we have many different events all over the city every month. Um, we've got different trainings to help you know how to network. You know, a lot of people have trouble just understanding how to network. Um, so helping them with that training and then also being their, you know, their resource for it. Pick up the phone, call us, call our staff and let us know who you need to meet and let's make those introductions to help you grow your business. You know, um, Rainmakers emerged onto the scene 10 years ago. Yeah. And at the time, there really there was nothing like this. Um, people uh, would sort of stand around at a networking event talking to a few people that they knew, and I think the organization really changed how people interacted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Favorite, favorite story from over the years, because you've been involved at least eight years. Mm, I think going on seven. Going on seven. So favorite, some of your favorite memories, and then we'll start talking about where we're going. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, one of the funniest things that we have always joked around about is that we're a drinking group with a networking problem. So that's always been fun. And <laughs> so first, you always see the people that have been around for a long time with the ones that perk up rather than the ones that it's a new laugh. You know, <laughs> so as we still use that on a regular basis. Gosh, favorite stories. I would say some of uh, the funniest were, you know, our old leadership meetings where we would do the craziest things like have, I don't know, rubber guns with, you know, styrofoam arrows and be shooting them at each other, building relationships. I mean, the craziest stuff that we used to do. And we've got closets full of just toys on, you know, making people laugh during networking. And I mean, just wow. I, I remember going with Tony, who's the uh, founder. Um, we went to a game store. One afternoon, we, we both took off from work, you know, put all our clients on hold, and just wandered through the store going, what do you think we could do with this? And, whoop, these are on sale. We could have a dozen of these. Uh -huh. And that was great. And the organization grew here in Indy. Uh -huh. um, and now is chapters where? Well, all over Indianapolis. And then, you know, our business models changed so much. We really used to run Rainmakers as an organization that – supported outside metropolitan areas through Indianapolis, and we found that that got me one year, I put 90,000 miles on my car. So that was, wow, a big eye-opener that I don't think this is a good business model. So we, um, we've really changed that business model, and we have partners in other cities that are our business partners, and we just recently launched Cleveland, Ohio. We have guys that are, wow, they're magic, and we've found that the way that I truly think we're going to go grow Rainmakers is finding people through the Toastmasters organization that are in leadership because these guys, one of the guys who's competing in the world championship for Toastmasters, one of the 85 finalists, and what he does is so Rainmaker-esque. I mean, he is all about coordinating a group of people to help each other and communicate in a room to train them and 
So we, we have not figured out how to grow up until this point of opening the newest um, city in Cleveland. And it's like, I think Toastmasters is the thing. So Rainmakers in 2013 is going to launch a Toastmasters Club to really get on the map. Yep. Oh, and we're going you know, there's so many people in Rainmakers, be more, serve more is our motto, and people want to be more by being able to communicate better and get over the number one fear in the world, which is public speaking. You know, I was, uh, early in my career, in, in two different jobs that I was in, we had Toastmaster chapters in uh, in the company. And that was a wonderful, it, it was a wonderful opportunity because it was every single week and it was at work and I got connected with people from different departments. And once I went out on my own, there was never that place that I could do that. I think that's a really great way to kind of engage some of your members that think they want to do this, that really want to get better at communicating. And, and whether or not they ever do presentations, they'll be better salespeople. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, one of my favorite stories, i got to share this because it goes along with speaking. So I don't know if you remember this or not. I remember it so clearly, and this is why many times I call Lorraine my mentor. Is because I got challenged to do public speaking in Rainmakers. I had really never done that. I used to be a trainer in my past position, but training versus speaking to a large group and motivating them is completely different. And um, I remember being put on the spot. Lorraine had challenged me to do the open for a Rainmakers event, which is kind of announcement, MC-ish, inspirational. I will tell you, I probably got two hours of sleep that night. And let me tell you, I'm a sleep snob. I have to have my exact hours of sleep. So for me to give up my sleep and be that nervous about that, this is a big deal. I had about two hours of sleep, and I knew Lorraine was going to be there that day to really evaluate what I was doing. It was my first time to be put on the spot like that. I will tell you, I was sweating. I was nervous. My legs were shaking. And I that day was an instrumental change for me to have you in the back of the room but feeling like you were in my front row, you know, mm -hmm. coaching me along. And now, like, my, one of my favorite things to do is help other people, you know, get on that stage. But I will tell you, you know, I was practicing in front of a mirror all night long that night. And just and now it's just, wow, it's such a cool, inspiring story to know that, you know, Rainmakers and you were the catalyst that has got me to a place that's, like, my favorite thing to do and where I can bring such a great energy. So, such I, a cool story. You know, and I... I um I never remember you as ever being nervous when we put you up in front of a room. I will. You you know what? That it's the mark of a pro. Um, but for those, um, you kind of a little background on Rainmakers. You know the 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 fundamental ideas, although the formats have changed, the fundamental idea of putting people in a room together who aren't necessarily going to buy from each other, but who may share a common target customer or who may be in a situation where I can introduce you to someone you're doing, I'm doing business with and vice versa, and teaching people how to open up their address books, yeah. I think is really valuable. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it uh, and, and we were talking before we got online about um, that sort of culture of helping, and it's not really keeping score, but it's a matter of there are businesses that you've gone out of your way for, and when you need them, you can reach into them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that we eliminate that feeling of pressure in the networking environment. You know, sometimes people come to us and they say, the reason why I really don't like networking is because I feel so much pressure that I have to, like, give someone a referral right now. I just missed it. So we really take that out because we focus on introductions and we focus on serving other people rather than walking into an event and asking for service from someone else, right? So it's, our magic question is, so how can I help you? What can I do for you? Right? Versus, here's what I do, here's my brochure, here's my business card. It's just a wonderful dynamic that sets up a hospitable um, 
open environment for people to network versus their typical stigma of, ooh, I don't like it, it's pressure, it's people selling to me. So we really eliminate that. And it's, it's been that way since the beginning, and it's, and it's still that way very strongly now. And I, um, I often tell the story of the very first time I met Tony, and it was at a Rainmaker event, and it was probably the second or third one that they had, and I had this very clear image of him making a beeline across the room to come up and introduce himself. And it is that visual that has always been Rainmakers for me, that idea that nobody gets to stand in a corner. Um, you know, you don't you don't get to come to a Rainmaker event and go home without talking to someone. It, it just doesn't happen. Um, sometimes that's a little overwhelming for yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think I think that culture of hospitality has been a nice hallmark. So talk about some of the changes because you know back in the day we had a big main event and then we had morning events with activities and the evening event with speakers. What are some of the new things you guys are doing? Yeah, I think the emphasis um, that we've really brought to the marketplace, like our value proposition, how we're different, because there's lots of different organizations out there, is our training component. We really start with helping people understand who they need to meet before they go practice. So someone may come as a blue dot. In our um, culture, we have our, our guests are called blue dots. So on their name tag, everyone knows to make sure they feel very comfortable and that this is their first time. You don't feel like, like you're at an eighth grade dance. Um, so to speak, but our, what we really focus on nowadays is helping people understand in the very beginning who they need to meet so that they don't waste time networking and talking with the wrong people. We could go to Panera all day long and meet with people over and over that are not the right people. So how we do that now is we start with a program called Word of Mouth Marketing Machine. We call it long. And that training is a two-hour seminar that really helps you walk through a workbook with an accountability buddy, because accountability is huge in Rainmakers, to help you get focused on who you need to meet. And it boils down into four areas, and this is how we build relationships. The first area is going to be by an industry need. So if you're someone that targets restaurants or manufacturing, okay, great, we're getting started because those words, the littler words you use in marketing, the more we can help. So give, give us that trigger word in, in an industry. The second would be by a decision maker title. So a title holder in a business, a CFO or an HR director, right? That helps us get you on your journey. The third way would be by a trigger or a life event. That, that triggers the need for your business. So it could be on the personal side, people that are getting married triggers the need for your business. On the business side, maybe it's a business startup or a business merger, right? And then the fourth way would be some of us are fed routinely by a food chain relationship. So um, this would be like a mortgage broker that's constantly looking for realtor contacts because they work on deals together. So once we can really narrow in on that specific information, then we have events that can cater to more of the right people in the room for those needs. So just a couple of examples. We have one event that really caters to the manufacturing space, another one that caters to we call it better homes and lifestyles. So it's all about, you know, better homes would be, you know, granite countertops and wood flooring and construction or lifestyles, plastic surgery, dental, cosmetic, things like mm -hmm. that. And then that, you know, uh Early on, we identified power circles, but we were sort of trying to juggle the power circles on one hand and the event on the other. And so suddenly, if you were a member of Rainmakers, you were trying to go to so many things. Yeah. And, and by I think by taking the power circles and making them the event mm -hmm. really um, – 
creates a much more productive use of your, your networking time. Oh, absolutely. You know how um, back in the days when we started Rainmakers, it was advisory board, and then we changed that to action board mm -hmm. because we wanted to illustrate that what Rainmakers is there to do is it's not that typical group in a conference room where everybody sits around and introduces themselves and packs cards. We're taking action for each other, and it starts with introductions. You don't have to be pressured to do a referral. Take action, give an introduction, give advice, help each other. So we've changed our verbiage from power circle to action circle to really illustrate that same thing um, and to take action when you're in this circle of people. And we're putting people together that share that common denominator. So we really encourage every single member have at least one place that they, that they call home, an action circle. So it's this core group. It might be five people. It might be, like, I think our largest one is um, Boomers and Beyond. I think they have 22. That's it people that work together on a regular basis to create results, to know what the goal is for your business and to work backwards together, right? So it's just so powerful. You know, sometimes here's a great, just really quick example. Um, you know, let's say that someone on your team that's actually happened last year in October has met the goal for their business. They have killed it. They are, you know, celebrating, high-fiving, but there's somebody else who's five marks behind the goal. That person who's met their goal in October it is now their job to be a salesperson for this other person to help them get to their goal. So it's really selfless helping of other people to come together to reach those business development goals. You know, that is core and fundamental to the idea of be more and serve more. It's, it's at, at the very core of what the organization was about, that by finding ways to help other people, you would ultimately grow your own business. And the flip side of it is, as you become successful, you have an obligation to participate in the community that helped you become successful. Yeah. You know, the, um, uh, I don't get to as many Rainmaker events anymore, but what's interesting is 10 years later, because, because I was in Rainmakers for 10, you know, for 10 years, some of the people in my tightest circle are still the people that were part of what we then called a power circle, what you now call an action circle. Larry Marietta, my accountant, was the first accountant that I met that made me laugh, that I connected with as a human being. Um, Ellen Donegan, um, we still have lunch together once a month and catch up on what's going on in our businesses. And those relationships started 10 years ago. And it's, you know, I think that um, in some ways I think Rainmakers is a lot like high school. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that you have your class. Um, and when you're a freshman, you've got friends all over the school. But by the time you're a junior, you've got that circle. And as you guys graduate and go elsewhere, that class, and your class sort of travels with you. Mm -hmm. um, you may not necessarily have as much in common with the new groups that are coming up, but yeah, you share kind of a common language. You understand where they are, you know, what the lessons are they're trying to learn, but you're going to have the closest relationships, I think, with the people that experience word-of-mouth marketing for the first time. Uh -huh. And I think that's where your events are so powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you've got some new events, um, Spark. Yeah, Spark. So we're actually a um, sponsor of TED. TED is coming to town on Friday. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're a sponsor. We're really excited about that because Chris Reed, who is the real brainchild behind Spark, is a true fan of TED. If you've never checked out TED or you're not familiar with that, you, you can check it out online. 
Um, but it's short, inspirational talks by some of the best stage performers ever. Very out of the box, really awesome talks. And when you're into like uh, people talking from the platform, you just would love this and eat it up. But Sparks is a new event that brings um, some some local players. Actually, we've had people from all over the Midwest recently to the stage. We do two four-minute warm-up talks and one ten-minute headliner, and it's to inspire. Big thinking, mm-hmm. really outside the box. I know you got to be a, a speaker with us just recently. And, oh, and that's awesome. You know, that was kind of fun um, because the uh, the presentation that I was doing had started as a seven-minute talk that I did a year ago. And then I, I scaled it back and I saw Chris. And he's like, okay, well, can you do it in four minutes? And, and I think the thing I really love is they are really serious about the timeline, and I have always said it's easier to do a 20-minute talk than a five-minute because every word counts. Oh, yeah. And so um, I loved, I really liked the format. I thought it was fun. Um, You're always going to have a mixture, and that's what I like about TED. You always have a mixture of presentations you like and presentations you don't, but they're always over fast enough. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I just love the fact that uh, that timer is now the size of a billboard in the room. So you have to clap the person off the stage, and Chris makes the joke, have you ever been to a comedy club, and you're either going to be clapping at the end because it was really great, or you're clapping them off the stage, right? Mm-hmm. So we follow that same model, and it's just so fun. Everybody participates. And um, Man, Tim Roberts last, last week, he was our 10-minute, and he nailed it on the minute. <laughs> awesome. So if you, haven't, if you haven't checked it out, I'd highly recommend come check us out at Sparks. We meet on the... Second Wednesday of the month at Moondog Tavern, 5.30. Awesome. And you've also got a new lunch event that you invited me to that, that today or next, next week. week. Yeah. And I couldn't make it, but um, talk a little bit about kind of what you're doing at that event. Yeah. So Jolt is a new event. Uh, we just launched it last month. The result of the event was 30, uh, 30, geez, 305 introductions made in the room. I think there was about 62 participants. So among 62 participants, we made 305 introductions. And you know how I talked earlier about the most important thing in Rainmakers is to know what you want. You have to know what your business is going to grow from so that you can give us an ask to help you with. You come to that event, do a little homework in the beginning just to kind of do a refresher, and then we ask the whole group in a very dynamic, energetic session to make introductions for you. And so what happened last month with 305 introductions, we've got social media screens all over the room and just, you know, letting people know what's going on with, you know, awesome introductions and giving to each other. That is probably one of my favorite um, activities of all the all the ones that we tried over the years. The the whole this is who I want to meet and to just stand there and see five hands go up with a business card of somebody saying, Oh, I can make an introduction mm-hmm. for you and, and to just see that the better job somebody does with their ass the better results they get. Absolutely. You know, the person that gets up and goes, you know, I sell Mary Kay and I, I, I'm really looking for anybody with, with skin. Yes. And everybody looks at their feet going, I'm going to go But then the next Mary Kay lady that gets up and says, you know what, um, uh, I, you know, I, I love doing sessions for um, really baby boomer women. So older women, you know, kids are gone, they're looking for a fun evening with their friends, and I would love to connect with book groups and and knitting circles of, you know, mature women, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm in a book group. Oh, my, my mom's in a book group. And all of a sudden it, it, it becomes very real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
just like last night when we saw each other at Andrea, you were the speaker um, for us last night, and you were talking about how important it is to say minimal work. Get to the point, people, you know? It's like when you do that in your networking versus thinking you need to talk for five minutes about what you do and tell them everything about the greatest employees. And No, just let us know that restaurants are your thing. We'll talk about all the details later, and we can get those introductions. So that's really important for those of you listening. If you're networking and you're not getting results, just like Lorraine shared with the Mary Kay lady that said anybody with skin, that's not triggering someone to think of something and recall a connection to give you. So I'd recommend try that out. Next networking event you go to, think of two words that you can share with someone that will help you get the great get the best connections and watch the magic happen. I had a guy last night and I think this was a perfect example. Um, when I asked him who he wanted to meet, he gave me the names of two people and he knew the name, he knew the company. And I didn't know the people. But what I was able to tell him is, you know, I'm connected to a lot of people on LinkedIn. Connect with me. Let's see if we can find somebody that works with them that I can connect you to who can make the introduction. And he's like, well, maybe I shouldn't be quite that specific. Maybe I should just say anyone at. And I'm like, no. You know exactly who you want to meet. Go for it because someone in this city knows that person. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't get you can't get specific enough. I had somebody and this was years ago at a Rainmaker event, and it was one of my favorite examples because we hadn't rehearsed it or planned it. I called on somebody in the audience during the close and I'm like, Okay, who do you want to meet? And they said they named the person who was a vice president at some company and two people stood up in a room, and we had about 100 people, and two people stood up and said, I can make that introduction. And it was so powerful, because if she had just said, I need to meet somebody at Simon Property, maybe. Mm -hmm. But this, this is who I want to meet, this is who the decision maker is, and, and you know what? What that tells me is that you've done your homework. Mm -hmm. And I think you kind of alluded to that, that you give people assignments before some of these events. Yeah. Um, we've got just a few minutes where Oh, no, we have more than a few minutes. Um, other training. You guys do the word of mouth kind of as a starting point. You said there were other pieces mm -hmm. to the training. What else are you guys doing with training now? Yeah. One of my favorite things that we offer are what we call a strategy session, and this is a small group training. Usually no more than four people that come in to work on each other's business together with some of the most um, needed questions to help us unveil um, who you need to connect with to meet your goal. So really it goes from um, looking at identifying what you want, okay, and then having a goal of how much of that you want, and the middle piece is initiating contact to get that. And so we build a strategy to initiate contact to bridge the gap between what it is that you want, how much of that's the goal, and then get that done in that session. And well, we just, uh, Megan Adams, she's our membership director at Rainmakers, it was in, it's, we're about 90 days in, and she's done through these strategy sessions almost 1,000 introductions. Wow, wow. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of people. Yeah. And thank goodness for Address 2. They're a great partner of ours. Um, for those of you that don't know Address 2, it's a local CRM company here in Indianapolis. Nick Carter has been a member for a long time, and he's built us a custom piece for Rainmakers where we can make introductions, um, like what you would call like an email introduction, in, gosh, I would say less than a minute. It's quick. So we can crank through that. Sometimes it's a little daunting to do the follow-up. So if people don't get disciplined to sit down and do it because it's kind of tough. Address two, one of the components is, I mean, you can just crank those out. So Megan is just jamming through those. If we know who it is and we can use our database to make that happen, that's, that's good. 
take advantage of that. One other thing I wanted to mention outside of training is we have leveraged Facebook to develop a closed group. For those of you that don't have a closed group that you're part of on Facebook, LinkedIn, something, I recommend it. Especially in the Rainmakers community, we've got a group that just rocks all day long. And really what the purpose of this is, is to help and be helped. And so you put out what you're working on and ask for help from other people and also find things you can help with. So here's an example. Let's say that you were uh, in Carmel prospecting property management companies and you stopped in the Carmel office suite, which happens to be where Rainmakers is located. Stopped in the Carmel office suite and the property manager is out for lunch. Okay? Owner. I miss this person. So you go online to our closed group and you say, stopped in the Carmel office suite. So I was looking to meet the property manager. Does anyone have, happen to have a contact to her or him, whatever? And people on there are like, oh, great friend of mine. Or, yeah, we're in that building. Here's their contact information. Sending email introductions, whatever. And probably it's, it's not at all rare to see five comments within 30 minutes, an hour, helping each other. I just love that. So I well, you know, I think the whole um, uh, Internet, online, the, the ability to connect online and to extend the face-to-face -face conversation yes. is something that was sort of a, a next step for Raymakers. And I think it's really, um, it's a great next step because it makes sense. We don't have time to get to as many events as we used to. I actually um, swing by the group. So I stay in touch with what's going on with, face, uh, with Raymakers, even if I don't get to the face-to-face -face events. Yes. And you've got this whole alumni network that is way more than just the people that walk in the door. Yeah. And I think you had another example of, you know, uh, talking about some stuff that, you know, because your LinkedIn account, um, you'd had issues in having a Raymaker who was influential enough who could help you fix yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, four months without a LinkedIn account, which is very detrimental in the business that I'm in, um, and I did not want to start over. There was another Rainmaker that knows LinkedIn very well, and he said, Nikki, you just need to start over. And I was like, no way. I have not started. We're going to figure this out. And another member who has a very uh, advantageous relationship with LinkedIn has been on the phone, has been, you know, communicating via email multiple times, and it looks like my LinkedIn account will be back up today. So that's just, I mean, that talk about, you know, I haven't seen him, and even though he's part of our network, I haven't seen him in a long time. He's just in a different space with, you know, having to grow his business, but he's still there. He's still being more and serving more and just talking about those relationships like you and Larry. You know, Mike and I, like, haven't seen each other, but we're going to do whatever we can to help each other. So we have that great relationship. So very cool success story there. You know, and that's, that's the thing is that um, I think in general people want to help, and I think social media makes it easier for mm -hmm. them because it makes it easier for them to find out what's going on and just share the info. Yeah. And I think that um, I want to kind of wrap up a little bit because we're running out of time. I want to make sure people know how to find out more. So how do they find out about Rainmakers? Yes, you can visit, visit our website to learn more about our events and just us in general at GoRainmakers.com. Or I'm happy to give out my email address. It's pretty easy. It's Nikki, N-I-K-K-I, at GoRainmakers.com. Any questions that you have, or if you'd like to be invited in for a strategy session or a long, I'd be happy to give you a complimentary ticket. Awesome. And I would tell you that if you've not been to a Rainmaker event, and particularly if you're still trying to define what your business is and where your market is and who you should be trying to connect with, this is a wonderful place to get that foundation and to build that first circle of people. Um, when I started Round Peg, I had great connections 
all over the country. I just hadn't spent any time in Indianapolis. And so I had 53 people in this city that I felt like I could talk to about my business. 53. That wasn't 53 prospects. That was 53 people that I could talk to about my business. And it is amazing to me today that I can look and, and, and know that there are thousands of people that I can reach out to, and a great deal of them came directly or indirectly from Rainmakers. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, what's next? Uh, big things that you guys have got on the horizon. So glad you asked. So I was going to interject that part. Thank you. So, okay, uh, we talked earlier, and Lorraine had emphasized that our tagline is be more, serve more. That's our mission statement. So we're about and we're about service. So two things, two big things. One is we've launched a be more program for those of you that have a hard time being the expert or the trainer in front of a room because you can't put butts in seats, right? You're just like, how do I put people in front of me, right? Rainmakers has an awesome new program to help you. We're having people come out of the woodwork that are saying, I have a great presentation. I've got all of this great stuff I want to share, but I can't find the people to listen. So we've got an awesome new opportunity to share there. The other side is Serve More. We're partnering with in the community to get people out and affecting change at a bigger level. So lots more to come. I know we're running out of time, so we'll have to share it on the next show. Awesome. Um, definitely be watching for updates from Rainmakers. And if you've enjoyed today's program, if you'd like to learn more about networking, marketing, or social media, be sure to check out our blog at roundpegs.biz. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. So fun. Cool.